Welcome back, Cartel. Today we have the truth seeker extraordinaire, Mr. Colorado Dank, on the show. If you've listened to other uh, truth seeking podcasts, you've probably heard his name bouncing around. But uh, I actually got a little bit personal with him and got his uh, backstory about how he uh, first came to realize what the fuck was going on, you know, when he put on the the glasses from They Live. And uh, a lot of paranormal shit going on in his life and um, a lot of biblical stuff. Uh, He was raised in a religious household, so... Yeah, uh, it was just a pretty wild story. I just let him go off on a lot of tangents and just let him take the soapbox, so to speak, right? So um, we got into a lot of shit, you know, regarding uh, Elon Musk and uh, transhumanism and all kinds of shit. So uh, yeah, guys, you you guys know what to do. Uh, Kick back. Put your feet up, smoke a dube, crack a beer open, chug it up, open another one, chug it down, open another one, you know, do what you got to do, relax and uh, enjoy the show and uh, thank you so much. Welcome back cartel to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I am your host Davey Wavy and I have the the uh truth seeker extraordinaire here uh mr colorado dank how you doing brother hey what's up brother how are you man fucking fantastic man except for a little bit of a shitty day with my car but it's all good it's just material you know yeah physical (laughs) world man it it goes it comes and goes (laughs) it does you can't let shit bother you too much you know yeah yeah man so um yeah (laughs) i always ask this not always, but most of the time, like, especially if I have a new, a new guest on, um, when did you, when did you actually, uh, you know, awaken, uh, from what the fuck was going on in the world and like, what was the process like for you? Uh, so for me, it's been, it's been stages. Um, so I've had a paranormal, paranormal type of activity, uh, since I was young, but of course I was asleep. So I brush it off. I'd have dreams when I was like three years old of uh things i shouldn't know about um you know people are after me in the spirits and the clouds and stuff and um you know i'd wake up tell my mom the story how you know i'm saying these spirits are after me i said the devil um which you know normally a three-year-old doesn't know this kind of stuff but i was like yeah the devil's after me they're posting up in my room um so i'd have to yeah i'd have to sleep with a, a bible under my bed and uh Were, just, uh, was your was your family religious at all or yeah they were yeah yeah i mean I, I was in church but i mean i was a kid i didn't pay attention to that stuff man <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> three years old yeah yeah so i mean so that, that yeah. i've had things like that I, I i was a sleepwalker so i mean you know I, I would my mom would wake up and i'd be in the, i'd be in the kitchen and i would have no recollection of it when i woke up sometimes i'd have dirty feet <laughs> You know, You're like, what the fuck? yeah, I have no idea how, how that happened. So, I mean, I've had, I've had paranormal experiences, but I just brush it off. Like, you know, kids do that. So as I started getting older, um, you know, I started having questions. Other people didn't, um, for one, for one, I was always like, why, why, um, I, I grew up Southern Baptist. So I was always like, why am I being told just to believe the Bible, believe every single word in it, even though we're told 
that Lucifer is the most deceptive part of our part of creation. You know what I'm saying? He's like the the opposite of of Yahweh. He's he's the epitome of what a lie is. So therefore, we should always be on guard. But they're like, no, you should believe it. Every single word is uh, is, is 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 put in there by God and is protected. And I was like, I just didn't believe that stuff. I was like, right. so of course I had run-ins with the preachers and all that stuff because I don't, I just didn't, I had questions. You know what I'm saying? It's not natural just to believe something without knowing the truth. So then, I, as I, I ended up letting it go. You know what I'm saying? In my adolescence and all that, you know, doing smoking weed, whatever else, you know, stuff that kids do. And about, I was about 17. Uh, that's when things began to change. So I, I was with a friend. We were, um, we were getting lit for the night, about to, you know, go home, go to sleep stuff. And you know, we were buzzing, but um, I went sober all of a sudden. I was like, man, like we drank a lot. Like how am I sober? And like the hairs, my hairs were standing up on my, on my arms and uh, smoked a cig. I was smoking cigarettes back then. Before. I, I don't anymore, but I remember, man, you know how you hit, you hit a cigarette and it's like, a, it's like a, a good feeling. There was no feeling at all. It was like I was getting nothing off of it. So I couldn't smoke a cigarette. I couldn't drink. Like I had no taste for it. And uh, so we were sitting there or whatever uh, on a dirt road. It's called Bump Nose Road in Mariana, Florida. Um, it's a really wide road. I don't know about now. I've been there a while. But it's a really wide road, very dark. There was no light back then. This is oh, – it was like 03, 03, I think. It's probably wider now. <laughs> There's no telling, bro. There's no telling. Um. But anyways, I mean, it's, there's like fields and stuff like that. Houses are very far apart. So we were we were chilling in the cut in between houses. And it was just all woods with fields on the other side. So it was like we could, you know, drink. We had to worry about cops, really, you know, game warden here and there. But anyways, we're chilling or whatever. And I started hearing this walking noise in the woods. And I was like, it sounded like a deer at first. So my friend was like, whatever, man, you're just paranoid. And I was like, no, nah, man, I was like, there's something out there, bro. And it's, it's uh, I don't think it's a deer, man. And so I'm looking because I was on the right side of the vehicle. I'm looking out the right side. <laughs> Holy shit, I, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> no, 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 this this was like um it was like uh like deer feet, like it was very, very quiet and uh, you know, uh wasn't a whole lot of pressure when it when you know what I'm saying you could tell like the different step whenever someone's putting pressure on the ground. Uh yeah, the, yeah. the leaves are crackling. I was like, this is like a, like a very thin, thin animal. And anyway, so I started try, trying to triangulate, like, where the hell is this coming from? Because it's just walking, like, we're talking and stuff, and it's still moving. Deer, deer don't do that. They, they'll stop. Um, so I looked over, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, we're in the woods, man. I was like, this is probably an echo. So I looked to the left, and lo and behold, there are these creatures walking through the woods. And one of them was, like, tall, slender. I'd probably say seven foot, maybe eight foot. It's kind of hard to judge with the distance. I mean, it's probably like 30, 40 yards out. And there was a smaller one walking next to him. And they both had these lanterns, but the, the lanterns weren't bright, but they were glowing like orange. It's, it's hard to describe. I've never, I still have yet to see anything look like this. So my friend's like, man, you're tripping, you're tripping. And I was like, what is that then? And he looked over there and he freaked out. He threw everything that was in his lap. I think it was rolling a joint or something. Threw everything that was in his lap, <laughs> car took off. And I told him, well, like, were you guys in the car at the time? We were in the car. Yeah, we were chilling. Yeah, we were. <laughs> his house was right around the corner, so we were about to smoke and go home or whatever. And um, so he freaked out. He goes to a vanity point, which is right, it's closer to his house by his drive driveway. 
and it sits above the the field. So you have a vanity point on uh you know 360 all the way around you. So we're looking over the cornfield. I'm rolling. I, he's like, "Here, roll a blunt," because he dumped everything. So I started rolling a blunt. I'm, uh, I'm about halfway there. I'm, I'm in the part of creasing it up, you know, getting ready to twist it. And um, and uh, all, all of a sudden, we heard this. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" From the same location, we look to the left where those people were, or whatever the hell that thing was. We look over there, and all of a sudden, a, tra- a black triangle ship pulls up out of the woods it had a thruster like a blue thruster on each corner i wasn't i wasn't i was not expecting uh (laughs) a ufo story here yeah yeah so i saw that but but it's different so it was like anti-gravity it didn't make a whole lot of noise especially to be lifting out of the woods like it was it points up to the sky and once it points up to the sky it, it literally just it's a blink and it's gone it's up in the stars it was almost like some Star Trek shit. So I made him I made him describe everything to me. Of course we're in shock. Like we didn't we didn't really see that. We didn't really see that. But I made him describe to me what he saw and he saw exactly what I saw. So I was like, okay, I'm not I'm not crazy. So that was my wake up point. But that was one stage. So the second stage, um, I started having so I, I left um I left I left Florida, went to Arizona, Lake Havistan. Um, I was like, man, maybe it's maybe it's dope or something. Maybe I'm I'm just I'm getting too going too hard because um, I was out of school and all that stuff. Like I'm just gonna go somewhere where I don't know anybody and I can just chill and work and all that stuff. So six months later, I'm up in Arizona and uh, <clears throat> I'm having uh, started having dreams, like reoccurring dreams and stuff. And uh, like when I say you're in the dream, I mean like you're awake to the point of where you can feel like pain or uh, coolness in the air, like the wind. I mean, you can, you can look down and touch yourself and feel feel the touch. Like I was awake in my dreams and stuff, and so I started getting insomnia because I didn't want to go to go to sleep at night. Because you're scared. Um, yeah, because when I was when I go to sleep, I'm waking up. I'm in a different world, and um, I have no. Wake up! I'm just there. I'm living. Um, something's being shown to me. You know what I'm saying? I f- I felt like I'm being shown something. And so the first time I started having these dreams, uh, I was still, I was 17, 17, it's right before I turned 18. And um, I was, uh, I was chilling. I went to sleep. We smoked, you know, we, we were smoking and stuff. I smoke a lot of weed, of course, but um, I was smoking. I, Gee, I was, you think? I was, I was, uh, we were burning some cron from California. You know, it was good chronic too. I forgot, I forgot where it came from, uh, what, what city, and I can't remember, <laughs> it's too long ago, it was like 17 years ago now, um, but um, I went to sleep, and it's like a second that I closed my eyes, I was waking up in this other world, and I was in my childhood home, and it was burning, everything was on fire, all I could smell was smoke, and I kept hearing this laughing noise, laughing noise, and it's just like when I was a kid. It's up in the sky and stuff. It's this laughing noise, laughing at me and uh, like tor- uh, tormenting me. You know what I'm saying? So I run outside the house, out the back door, and um, I look up in the sky. There's this man on f- in flames up there throwing down napalms all around me. So everything is catching on fire. 
And so I went to run to the, the woods and all of a sudden all the, all the woods went up in flames. So then I turned around and started running up the street and then I would wake up and it was the same dream every single night I went to sleep. So then I got a call from my mom and she's like, you know, we're having issues or they're having issues and stuff down there. It wasn't my mom, it was my brother. Uh, you know, my my dad, I guess, was was running around on my mom. So I was like, hey, man, you know, things are going down crazy down here. So I ended up coming home. And so once that started going on, we ended up moving or whatever. It was like a month or two after I got back. And uh, we moved into a trailer that, uh, you know, I had to go back to trailer life and stay there for a little while. Um, so I'll get into that. There's more paranormal activity that happened there, too. Sure. So, so anyways, I, ha- I wake up one night and I had a dream. Uh, I, ha- I had a dream like I was awake, but I wasn't awake. And then I woke up and I, my, my grandma was calling me. I don't know how, how to explain it. It's hard to say. Like I was awake. I was dreaming, but I was awake, but I was in a dream. It's, it's really hard to explain. I've had, I've had that before. Yeah. Like I was literally I was just walking around in my house, but the whole time I was sleeping. I don't know if it's my astral projection or, or what, but I woke up to the phone ringing and my, my grandma, she went to say something. And I was like, the house is on fire, isn't it? And she's like, yes. So my house is on fire. So then when I went to the house. Like oh, in shit. reality. In reality, it was on fire. Yeah. Like we had, to, we had to go down there. It was, it was all up in flames and shit. But anyways, um, the dream stopped after that. I forgot to say, though, when I would wake up from those dreams, I could smell smoke on me. Other people could smell like charred smoke on me. You know, it wasn't like weed smoke or cigarettes. Like it was wood burning. And we didn't have fireplaces. I was in Arizona at the time. <laughs> you know huh. So, yeah, it was like I was bringing – it's like I was bringing some of it back or whatever. So that's – That's that fucking I, wild, man. That's wild. That's, yeah, bro. So that's when I really woke up. I said, like, okay, so there's something really going on here. Either I'm crazy or – something's going on here. So I started paying more attention to stuff. And then the dreams, the dreams stopped. But I, I would, um, shortly after that, I would have, uh, I would wake up uh, in the morning time thinking my brother, brother was home. And um, cause he's like two years older than, older than me. That's how I was like 20. I was 18. And um, I'd wake up and I would hear kids running around. And I'm like, what the hell? There's no kids in my house. I, I thought someone broke in my house. Uh, it, literally, I could hear someone in the shower, and there's kids running around. So I got up, and I'm walking. I was like, what the hell? I walk in. There's no one in the shower. There's no kids in there. There's not even kids playing outside. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's like I was picking up on something. And so when uh, one night I came home uh, from work, I was on probation at this time. Um, I, I was like, okay, so I couldn't smoke or anything. So I, I got some beer and cigarettes or whatever and I was, I was I popped a beer I was lighting up my cigarette sitting on the front porch of the uh, trailer and I started hearing like I kid you not man it was like it was like ghosts in the house or something there was a uh, all the furniture in the house was moving all at one time so I was like what the fuck so I threw my cigarette down I put my beer down and uh walked inside dude and everything even my blinds were ripped off the wall Dude, it looked like somebody ran through my house, throwing everything down. Uh, kitchen table was was cockeyed. Like there, like there was some shit going on. So I called my brother. I was like, "Hey, man, did you, did you? Because uh, I just got home. I was like, were you were you home earlier? Like, what the hell? Is you throwing a party? He's like, man, I'm just getting off work. I'll be home in like an hour and a half. Because uh, he he had a drive or whatever from one of the prisons that he was working at. 
And I was like, no way. I was like, dude, I, I fucking, I, I, I locked the door. I went, I went first. I made sure there was nobody in the house. I locked the door. Um, I grabbed a flashlight. I went around the trailer. There was nobody around the trailer. And then I left. And when I left, I went up there uh, to where I was working, whatever, talked to the people that was working there. And then I came back and everything was back as it was. So I was like, man, I am tripping, dude. I'm like, this is crazy. Like I'm sober and I'm tripping or whatever. So yeah, that would freak me the fuck out, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was that was creepy as fuck. Like, and I how, found, did you, how did you feel when you experienced that? Were you like terrified or? No, it, that's the strange thing. When these things happen, I'm not terrified. I, it's just I feel a sense of alertness. Like okay. I, don't know, I don't know if it's adrenaline, but I, I feel a sense of alertness. Like um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Kind of like um, like um, fight or flight or. No, no, like almost like I'm expecting it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think someone's coming home and then they come home, they're not going to be startled. You're just going to walk to the door and open up the door. That's kind of how I feel. Like, but at first, it's, at first it's startling. It's like, it's like, what, what, what's going on? And then, and then it's just, I kind of just, it kind of just happens or whatever. So, uh, when I finally woke up, Cause all the, I know this is a lot of stuff for me not to be woke up yet. <laughs> Cause, no, cause that's cool. You have to fight yourself. You have to fight yourself. You have to know: am I am I crazy? Am I having like schizophrenia? Am I am I dreaming this stuff, or is this or is this stuff really happening? Right. So I, I, whenever I finally stopped, when I stopped fighting, was it uh, was twenty three? Twenty three is a, a sacred number. It's a very important number in the universe. So my birthday is also on February twenty third. So I was supposed to be meeting these people, uh, this girl. I was talking to two different girls at this time. I was single, okay? So calm down, people. Um, <laughs> I was talking to both these girls. Both their names were Carolina. Uh, one was from Brazil. One was from Chile. And um, I said, Chile? Yeah, yeah, it's Chile. Uh, Argentina. No, I'm sorry. It's Argentina and Brazil. And so I was going to see the Brazilian girl. She wanted me to come to a party and stuff uh, on my birthday. She was like, hey, you know, come and chill with me. But... I'd had this dream like two weeks, two weeks prior to this before she ever called me because I hadn't seen her in a minute. Um, I was going up to get my cousin in Michigan and I had this dream uh, the night before that I was walking. I was walking with the same girl. I was walking with her in the parking lot and it was a lucid dream. I woke up. I had a white tee because I was up from Florida. So I had a white tee and khaki, on, uh, khaki shorts and stuff. And I'm walking through. Uh, I'm walking through talking to her or whatever. And this dude runs up and he's like, he says some kind of racial slur because, you know, he was, I guess, a white supremacist or whatever. And I'll tell you, I'll I'll tell you the rest of the story. Are you you Latino? No, I'm white. Oh, so you say that to them? I'm I'm super white. You can't mistake it. (laughs) (laughs) You say it to them then? No, you're saying it to me because I was with them. What the fuck? Because I was with them. Like I was. Ah, okay, okay, I got you. I was one of those people that was siding with them. Anyways, right. Oh, with a race, racer, race trader. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I just don't see color like that. Like my son's half Thai, my, um, my fiance is Vietnamese. So I, I don't really see color, race, stuff. I see the person. Uh, um, that's so, me. That's me too. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's everything, character. Um, anyways, he runs up to me. 
blam, blam, blam. He pulls out a revolver, shoots me three times. I look down, dude. I got I got three holes in me, and there's blood pouring down. Are you fucking serious? I could feel it, dude. I could feel it. Um, like the burning and the cool, the cold feeling coming over over myself. Like I could feel everything. So I dropped down to my knees. I even felt my knees hitting the ground. Like it was that real. And then uh, they're like, people are running up to me because this dude runs off. People are running up to me. All I could see, I couldn't see his face. All I could see was white hair, like long white hair. Um, and of course he was a white person in the dream. I could tell by the voice and all that. And uh, anyways, I, I woke up and I was like, I was like immediately touching myself, making sure. Yeah, you, got, yeah. yeah. Checking yourself. You know? Are the holes there? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. So I mean, when you're lucid dreaming, it's it's so real. It's it's real. You know what I mean? Without it being physical. Um, so I felt all the pain. I pretty much died. I laid there, and once I died, and I finally closed my eyes, that's when I woke up. So I go to I go to Michigan to get my cousin. It's like the twenty first or twenty second. I can't remember. It's right around that time. But I was going to get him, and uh, you know, just went up to Michigan, came back. When I was on my way back, that's when she called me. I was like, well, you know, she's like, uh, why don't you come? What did she say? Why don't you come here and, like, take me to the world and do all this stuff for me? And I'm like, oh, wow, you want me to just come and you're going to conjure me up to come spend all my money on you. So my homie's like, you know, my, homie, my homie's like, man, you know what? She had not hit you up in, like, two weeks. Now she wants you to blow off your money on her. She's like, fuck her. Come hang out with me. And I'd already told him about the dream or whatever. And so I did. So then we woke up the next morning. And there was like two or three people. I know one person was dead. Uh, he was dead in the parking lot. He was not clean out of his shoes in the parking lot. And then the dude uh, took his rifle and started shooting people inside the apartment. And so this shit really happened. But it wasn't me that got killed. It was other people that I'd already knew. And I was supposed to be going to this party. So they thought, the girl thought I did it because I didn't go to the party. Like I, last minute, I, I ditched on her. So she thought I had something Holy to do. fuck, man. Yeah, dude. There's a so you have like some, some form of ESP that you I don't know what it is. weren't able to control, but it was happening. You had sensory yeah. perception where you were you're like clairvoyant almost. I don't know. It just happens. Um. Yeah. So the last the last one I had. So that was 23 when that happened, and then I haven't had any dreams like that until like I've had a few dreams, but nothing significant. That's like mind altering except for last january i had a dream that i was uh i was down i was downstairs i, I just went downstairs and said, hey hey baby I'm, I'm gonna go lay down for a minute i went downstairs i don't even think i fell asleep man i went into this dream state or whatever it was like a hazy dream i woke up uh, i literally like it's like i closed my eyes and i'm running upstairs and it's like there was no like i knew everything that was going on in the dream we're on complete lockdown um i had I have a shotgun in my hands. I don't know where the hell the shotgun came, shotgun came from because I had a 45. And I'm running up the stairs. I'm telling my girl and all her family's up there. They're like all like worried looks on their face. And there's there's no there's no communications. You can hear intercoms like because we're in the military city, city. You can hear intercoms on the uh, outside. I'm telling everyone, calm down, calm down, calm down. Uh, everyone move away from the windows, away from the windows. I don't know why I was telling them that. I ran into the front of the house into my girl's room because it's right next to the, to the door. And I look out and there's a Humvee coming down. There's foreigners in it. They, they, it's like a tanned, tanned Humvee. They get out. They walk up to the door, very military-like, very calm, but, but structured when they walk. Knock on the door. 
the guy answers the door. He's, I guess, a liberal in the dream. Maybe that's um, how I was just looking at him. But he was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And this is why, this is why. And they just yelled at him. He didn't, com- he didn't comply right away. They grabbed him, threw him out in the yard, walked up to him and shot him, and then got back in the Humvee and kept on going to the next house. And then I woke up when they pulled up to our house, and then they, kicked, they, they started knocking on the door. Uh, I pulled the trigger. That's when I woke up. And then we're under lockdown a couple months later. Oh, I told, fuck. I, yeah, bro. We didn't have, we've never, the world's never been under lockdown. We've never been under lockdown in the United States. I told that shit to my girl and we immediately started like buying stuff, uh, like everything. This is before people even started talking about COVID. This is like the first week of January. Right. And, uh, so you had your toilet paper already before everybody else went for it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think we had some, but it wasn't a main, it wasn't a main priority. No, we was looking at like rice and grains and, you know, whatever. Sure. Non-perishables, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, we, I got a bidet, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no power, man. You better get you a AC battery or something. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. you a dry cell battery. That's wild, man. Keep going. No, I mean that's it. That, that, that's what I'm saying. We can change subject. Now, that's okay. that, that's why I am awake the way I am. And then I didn't start going on IG until I started talking to Ryan Dean over at Dangerous World, and uh, I was telling him my opinion on Trump. And of course, he didn't like it at the time because he was kind of he kind was of kind pro of Trump. He, well, I don't know if he was pro Trump, but he was leaning towards Trump. Um, I can't speak for the man, um, but yeah. he was leaning towards Trump, and I was telling him it's a psyop. This I was telling him every all this stuff's a psyop. Um, you know, I, I've done my research on Trump. He's not a good person by any uh, stretch of the imagination. Um, I mean, just look at how much money he spent. Look at how many vetoes he did compared to Obama. Obama was in there for eight years, and he was in there for four. And I couldn't stand Obama, so I damn sure can't stand him. You know. Right. And, and um, the thing is, too, also, people are still waiting for this guy to come back in 2024 and save the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I started talking. I started talking to him about that. And so we, of course, we debated. <laughs> he had his opinion. I had my opinion. But uh, we started talking more. He started paying attention to some of the posts that I was doing. And he's like, you know what? Why don't you come on my podcast and talk about this? Because I was talking about the Delta variant. And how the Delta is very significant in magic. And uh, we're talking like ancient Wiccan magic. And uh, the triangle goes all the way back to uh, before before uh, Solomon. But King Solomon, he has the sigil of the Star of David, which you can look at the you can look at the flag of, in Israel. That's the Star of David. It means as above, so below. It's called the seal of God. He was given this by, by Yahweh from the heavens so that he could conjure both spirits from the below and above. And he would be protected because of the circle around it that binds the spell so that he would he couldn't be harmed by them, but he could conjure them up to do his bidding. And um, that's where you get Dr. Strange. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I also, also, I heard um, I might have spoken about this on my show before, but uh, I used to listen to this guy. Uh, he was local in Toronto. He was a radio host and he had his own spot on, I, I believe it was Saturday nights. And I always look forward to listening to him. His name was, uh, his moniker was the Spaceman, but his real name was Gary Bell. And uh, 
he would go deep, man. And he used to fucking kind of scare the shit out of me. Cause he, but he was talking about one time about um, how all of the Pokemon are actually based on all the demons that Solomon was uh, summoning and binding to his will. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I haven't looked too much into Pokemon, but I mean, it's all spirit spirits, and yeah, it could be all this. The, the, so I forgot how many. Damn it! You brought that up, and now now I want to tell you. Oh, it was like seventy. Oh man, it was a lot of demons. They, they they actually had a certain number of how many demons he had summoned, and they all had names, hierarchies. I have to look it up. It was like seventy or some crazy ass number of demons. This but, guy, um, who do you think King Solomon was like, like what? Why did he get into all that shit? Well, he had to because in those days. <laughs> There was there was uh, Nephilim. There was there was fallen angels, Nephilim, and um, these fallen angels were bearing ch- children that were giants. And so he was against this kind of stuff, you know. I mean, King David, you know, David and Goliath, um, the, having to take down all the uh, having to take down Goliath and all the stuff that was going on at that time. Like that, no no normal man could take could could be. Could what could rule among these these gods on the earth? These these demons, you know, fallen angels. They had powers that we could not fathom, uh, strength that we couldn't fathom, size. So um, he had to he had to like call in these motherfuckers to take them out. He had to conjure spirits to to protect the kingdom and keep rule. So he got to, he could conjure both good and bad, and. Um, yeah, so anyways, I, when I was talking to Ryan about that, that's whenever he, um, I was telling him, you know, the triangle is for manifestation. When you want to manifest something, you want to pull energy from the other side using the spiritual world, the other side, like Travis Scott says, then you have to use these triangles and these sigils, put circles around them, kind of similar similar to that sigil that I just saw, uh, number 88, Thomas. I talked to Ryan about that a little bit. You know, that was a very very significant for what everything is going on right now infinity you know two two eights is an eight magnified by eight eight times and so that's that magnifies the spell it makes it more omnipotent gives it more potency um, um, but yeah are you are you good with uh numbers and gematria i'm not i'm not but i understand like i understand like Wic- the wiccan magic and how all that stuff works because I, I mean I just, I just understand it is I lived with. So when I was in Arizona, I forgot to mention this. When I was in Arizona, I lived with white witches. So that's how I know. That's how I already kind of knew about a lot of this stuff. And sometimes I would even wonder that if that's not where my dreams were coming from, because they were using divination and scrying. They were using tarot cards, which is divination. And I mean, yeah, it's divination because you're, you're looking for answers and information from the other side. And then uh, I don't know if they were scrying, but I'm pretty sure they were. That's where Which you use I, something like mirror. I actually don't think that that is a bad thing because uh, there's numerous times in the Bible where people were performing divination at God's uh, request at or something point. like that. You're yeah. right. And, that's, and it's and like that's the alt, they whenever did, they would build the altar, that's what they were doing. Demonize everything to do with spirituality yeah, but, in the church. It's fucking but here's the thing. Here's why, I'm, you know, and I, I don't care if other people are for it, whatever. Here's why I'm against it. I'm against it because you don't know who you're conjuring, honestly. Because, True. 
he will come as an angel of light, meaning he will come as a good person, but he's not. So he will fool you. He will fool everyone. So you got to remember that. So if, if Yahweh is there protecting you from that and giving you the spiritual, um, you know, oh shit, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, spiritual discernment. Discernment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, if he's giving you the spiritual discernment, then you're protected. You have, you know, you, you have something on your side, but if you're just doing it by yourself, I mean, they could come as anyone. You could be fooled. They, they could say they're Jesus. They could say anything. They're going to come as an angel of light. That's the only reason I am against it. Um, that's how they're probably talking to these people. I mean, who knows, man? Maybe Elon Musk, when he's doing this divination, using these supercomputers and pulling information from the other side, then maybe maybe he thinks he's doing good, but he's being fooled because they're angels of light. Yeah, but this guy fucking even came out and said, he started warning us about AI and he, yet he's still perpetuating it. Yes. yes, Fuck dude. Like have have you fuckers ever seen Terminator? It's never going to go. Have you seen that new movie that's coming out upgrade? Have you seen the trailers to it? I have not. No. Yeah, man, check that out, man. People should look at that because that's that's kind of what I'm going on my Patriot tomorrow to talk about this. I mean, this is what I see is happening from all my research. Um, whenever they put this graphene oxide in you, black goo, whatever you want to call it, some people call it a bacteria, which I I don't think it's a bacteria. Um, it's I mean, it's just like venom. Um, it's going to become a part of you. And who's in control of that? You know, who, who is this? It could be, you're going to be literally uh, inside your body with something else. Just like Venom, just like the movie Upgrade, just like all these parasitic movies where a spirit goes inside this person and they're talking, they can hear their voice. They're like, can anyone else hear you? They're like, no, nobody else can hear me, only you. And it's like, I wouldn't be cool with that, honestly. I don't, I don't yeah. want to be inside my head. See that guy over there? Go kill him now. Well, if you watch the movie The Tangle, so people got you to mentioned You did mention that to me, too. I, I looked it up. Yeah. <clears throat> I yeah, didn't watch it, but yeah, keep going. I, I haven't watched it either. I, I don't watch a whole lot of movies because some of these movies really suck, but it's just a topic of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that this AI, this hive mind, hive which is uh you know the the bee is the devil's pet um this hive mind artificial it's called autonomous artificial intelligence it's when artificial intelligence becomes it it becomes to a point where it can think for itself maybe we're already there but we just haven't met uh we haven't reached singularity maybe and also reproduce reproduce itself it can also reproduce itself and they're working on that right now with the xenobots um so it releases it's like hey you know humanity is not good for itself so what did Yahweh do he gave us free will Uh, whether anyone believes that or not just hear me out Yahweh gave us free will so look in the mirror what is the opposite of free will it's unfree so I mean it's uh, it's the sorry but I'm drinking too uh, um, me too it's, it's the absence of free will so so pretty much you're being controlled and this hive mind, what it's doing is it sends out all this nanotechnology. It's like a black dust 
and everyone breathes it in. Once they breathe this into their lungs, it then self-assembles a computer chip inside their brain. And then it uses that computer chip to kind of like Bluetooth wireless. It controls you. You can no longer kill yourself. You can no longer kill your neighbor. You can no longer have evil thought. Like, could you imagine that having your having your will, uh, your free will taken from you? So you don't even have the option to do that stuff. You know, that, that should be your options, free will. Right. So when Elon Musk <laughs> to speak about um, he was talking about the neuroscience. And I have posted stuff about this uh, non-surgical self-assembly technology that they're working on with nanotechnology where they're taught they're, they're, it's coming as good angel of light it's coming as something good oh if you break your arm or you shatter it we no longer have to cut you open we'll just we'll just put a syringe full of this self-assembly nanotechnology into you and it'll go self-assemble itself and fix everything like little medical bots which and which so, arguably they're already doing with these vaxes right and that's I'm I'm worried about that because graphene oxide is inside the vax. So I don't know if they're getting our bodies used to it or yeah, if, like they're drip feeding it. Yeah, if they're just getting us used to it, so we don't have any like uh, our body doesn't reject it. I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't know. I just know that this technology was being worked on back in 2015 before any of this even happened. I, I posted that, that uh, Elon Musk been working with DARPA. So so he said. If, if you don't, they're like, the reporter's like, what, what if you don't want surgery? I mean, what if you don't want the top of your, you know, cranium opened up and then replaced with a computer chip? It was like, well, then we can go uh, non-surgical and go through your veins. It's a, it's a roadway. Once we hit the arteries, it's a roadway. We can go all the way up into your eyes. So then we can have pretty much what he's saying. He didn't come out and straight up say it, but what he means is we can send the technology, the, nano, the nanobots up into your brain. They can self-assemble a... Um, a computer chip with Bluetooth because it's all graphene. Graphene is a superconductor. So they can then connect you. So you, you shouldn't be wanting to take anything into your veins knowing that they had this technology, you know, because they could do it in anything. Now the flu shot, anything they can get this inside your body. And then the, see, the interesting thing about graphene is not only can they do that to control you, you know, they can also change your DNA with it. Like graphene, it, it may, it's making it so that they can literally open up the cells to your DNA, to, cell, uh, to the cell wall so they can go inside and, re and, and change it. And, you know, Elon Musk even said, he's like, with, he's like, what I could do is I could go inside your DNA and I could change it into a butterfly if I wanted to. Like your DNA is your code. So, cause you, so just imagine that and then look at all these people getting the shot. <laughs> you right, know, right. Like, it's like, are y'all not paying attention to what these people are saying? Like these scientists that we're supposed to trust, they're telling us. No, no, what they're not paying attention. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I That's mean, they're telling Yeah. I mean. Like, and, and I, I want to say something like yeah, just to the audience here. Like, um, <clears throat> you know, like if people are like looking for uh, like actual factual discussions, the, this is it right now. You know what I mean? Like these are, I mean, it, it is a lot of it's theor theoretical and speculative, but at the same time, this is the things that we are thinking about and you're not, <laughs> you know, like exactly. if you're not a truth seeker and you're listening to this show right now, you really have to like, 
give your head a little bit of a shake and go like, oh shit, maybe maybe this is happening, you know? Like you gotta keep an open mind because if you're not, you're just gonna fall for all the bullshit that they're they're feeding you through the uh, mainstream media. Like, yeah, it's it's fucking insane, man. Like I I can't even like it's hard to get through to day to uh, day to day like talking to people about this kind of thing. This is why I started my show because I I have an open invite to anybody who wants to listen and then like you know give me shit for what I'm saying or whatever. I don't care. I can take constructive criticism. Right, bro. But, I get so much. I get so much, but you get you get to a point where you turn it off because uh, a, a genius. In, okay, look at it like this: a genius in a room full of idiots. The genius is going to be the idiot, of course. <laughs> yeah, to, to everyone else because everyone else is so stupid. This guy, person, just like just Ezekiel like, when he came back from the the desert. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he, was, he was so so prolific that. Um, uh, so he has so many prophecies that have come true and are still like so profound. Like I can I can use so many of his chapters and verses and and just yeah. There's I mean, that. Not even go to another prophet. There's also that verse where it says a prophet in his own home is looked looked down upon, right? Yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, I, I I'm pretty well versed with the Bible as well, so yeah. I always go back to it. Like it's very very spiritual. Like it's all weird. those fucking. All those verses in the Bible, everything in that book, man. Um, like, I, I can always a... equate things to daily life into that book. So here, here's here's um, what got me on the path. Um, I am Christian, um, but here's here's what got me on the path to wait the way I believe. So, like I said, I had issues with whenever I was in church and all that. So nobody could ever tell me like, how did this all begin? How did you know? I I, I want to know. I'm, I'm like a, <clears throat> I'm like an engineer. So whenever I'm looking at something, I want to know what made it. I want to know what what the beginning step was. And sure. So when, I look at, when I'm, when, it's like a building block. The same thing they're doing with our DNA. Um, so I look into the Bible. I look, I look into everything. I look at before the Bible. Um, you know, Nimrod, Tammuz, Semiramis, all the worship. Um, Kali, Ma, like all these different places, and then looking into the Bible, and it tells you everything. Um, I know Isaiah talks about the sneering tongue. When it's like, um, who he pretty much says, uh, chapter uh, Isaiah 57 4. Have you ever noticed, uh, Venom, all these people they always had their tongue hanging out their mouth like a goat, like Baphomet? And the yeah. reason they do that is because they're looking up at God and they're mocking him. Right. That's what it is. They're mocking God, and so if you ever see see, I mean, once you once you're awake, you can see this stuff happening in real time. You know, like, like some people are like, "Where are you getting all this from?" It's like because I understand it, so I can see it. It doesn't take me much to. I'm, I'm not sitting there researching all day. I got. I'm a real estate agent. I got time. For right, that right. That's the same when same I, thing. To me, it's all intuitive now. Yeah. So when I see yeah. it, I post it. That's that's it. I, there's no research that goes into it. I just know what I need to. I know I know what to look up and what to post. Just like yeah. um uh the word Yahoo. You know the word Yahoo, like Yahoo or the yeah. the uh, search engine. Yeah, it is a mockery towards God because uh, Yahua or Yahweh, Yahua, the people of Yah Yahweh. Uh, the people would make fun of them way back in the ancient times and call them yahoos. Yeah. Um, so you got the. Hold on a second. Are you still there? 
So uh-huh. trying to call me. Um, so you have the the the, the all mocking tongue. Um, you got the triangle with um, the eye in the middle of it. And like I said before, the triangle's manifestation is conjuring. So when you see the triangle with the eye in the middle, what that is is that's, that's Satan's eye is on the other side of the the looking glass, if you will, the mirror. He's on the other side of the mirror. And um, he wants to come into our world, but he is bound. He's not able to come fully into this world. So he needs to terraform the planet and make it right for him to come in here. And that's what all this is. Everything that's going on right now is for him to come here, for the, the, the veil to be completely torn so that he can come right through. And that's kind of what Dude. this universe is, man. Honestly, that's the other side of the yeah. glass, bro. Yeah, have you seen um, the movie Prince of Darkness, John Carpenter again? Uh, not sure. It doesn't ring a bell. I might have. Okay, you have to see that because basically what it is is uh, Satan um, is like Satan's son, the son of Satan, is in this glass vial underneath a church, right? And it's like green. It's like this green liquid that's like swirling around in this glass canister that's been underneath this church for like centuries say right is that green green okay and um kind of like flubber (laughs) kind of yeah but uh uh this group of priests were called uh the brotherhood of the sleep and they were protecting this canister from opening up and then this group of scientists goes into this church to investigate it and then it gets the lead to this girl and the girl is trying to like pull Satan through a mirror into our world. Yeah. And then if you look at um I'll have to check it out. I, in case I haven't seen it. Um the Matrix, the new Matrix man. So if you look at the date on the Matrix, um first of all the color theme is green. Green is fertility. That's uh that's Tammuz or Bell is his final form. Um, he was the fertility god. He could give and take Bell. life. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's Nimrod is who it is. It's Nimrod then turned into Tammuz and then from Tammuz became uh, Bell. <laughs> that was through, through like a bloodline? Uh, it was the same, the same beast. Um, oh, okay. A lot of people say it's Lucifer himself. I mean, it's Santa Claus. Uh, Krampus. Um, all these themes are Nimrod and Nimrod was the rebel. So if you ask me, it's, it's Lucifer. Um, everything about him is Lucifer. Um, he's, I call it the unholy Trinity. Um, Nimrod, Semiramis and, um, Tammuz. Yeah. And if you go into Ezekiel chapter eight, verse 14 through 16, it actually talks about this about how Tammuz, everyone's going to be worshiping Tammuz and all this stuff inside the church. They'll be worshiping the Eastern star. And it, it does say his name. It says Tammuz. When I was going in, took five to 20 people into the church. On the right, there's a woman weeping for Tammuz. She's crying for Tammuz because, you know, Cupid, he died. Um, so anyways, when Tammuz died and he went down to the underworld. So um, that's how you get our seasons. Springtime, he comes up and then fall, he goes down. And he was killed by a boar, supposedly. There's a few different sayings, but um, he was supposedly killed by a boar or by his lover. And that's where you get the Cupid story. It's all Tammuz, Tammuzi, whatever you want to call him. 
But yeah, it's all Bell. That's why that's why they worship the football, the basketball. It's all ball, uh, Bell worship. That's why you got the Bell with Wiccan magic. Uh, the bell is for the spirits at the at the altar of bell. <laughs> that's why that's why Fuck, Santa Claus man. that's why Santa Claus has a bell, right? That's, yeah. why, yep. that's why he's red and white, blood sacrifice. He eats the children. That's where you get into Kronos and Saturnalia worship. Um, I mean, Krampus. <laughs> yeah, Krampus. <laughs> they, <laughs> that sounds, it sounds Krampus sounds to me like it's like a a chick. Um, going through her fucking period and she's pissed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually called uh, cr- Krumpishnock. Krumpishnock uh, is a uh, Krumpishnock. Sorry, I'm, I'm that's, not European. That's German, right? It's German. It was created in Germany. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because Hitler's actually the one who banned it in Germany. Okay. Because he said it, it was too much like the devil, so he banned it. Hmm. Which I thought was funny because he was the devil. <laughs> he was an evil dude. But um, yeah, yeah, man. So if you go get back to the Matrix, man. Sorry if I'm jumping around. Um, there's That's just okay. so much information. I want when I say something, I kind of want to go into it so people understand. Hey, man, my uh, show is the oh. Yeah. So in the Matrix, it's green. So fertility, light bell. Um. <clears throat> so you got the green fertility which is longevity of life, which is infinity, uh, metaverse. That's where all this is coming from. It's all bell worship, uh, longevity of life. We're not supposed to live forever. We're not gods. We're not supposed to be gods, but um, we're supposed to, you know, do our time in this dimension, be done with it, then we cross over. To go the, back to, to the, the source creator. Correct. <laughs> yeah, because we're all connected. Um, they want us to think that there is no life after death, but they're, you know, I, I don't believe that. I believe our spirit goes it does cross over but in, in the movie if you look at the date and it's, we're coming up on it, it's 12 22 21 fold that in half that's a mirror image the date itself is a mirror and so if you look at the movie the third trailer there's a, a part where neo touches the mirror just like in the first he jumps through it this time and then he's in the other world he's on the other side bro and it, look it up, man. Uh, songs, songs called the other side, and you'll see how many songs there's. Dude, they they talk about this so much. They're obsessed with the other side of the the mirror, man. Uh, that's where you get into um, Candyman. Um, let's see, you have Candyman. You have uh, Peter Pan, where he goes into the alternate reality, the other the other world. Um, you have Alice in Wonderland. You have Freddy Krueger. I mean, it just goes on and on, dude. They worship. Even, even I don't know on the other side. I don't know if you, um, when you were a kid, but when I was a kid, in I believe grade eight or even before that, people were talking about uh, Bloody Mary. And when you go into oh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, when you go into a bathroom, like we did this too, and this is fucking freaky. But there was like five or six of us in the in the school bathroom. And we turned out the lights and we all spun around and said, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, like a bunch of times yeah. while looking at the mirror. Yeah, and- same thing with Candyman. Yep, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to leave a knife. You're supposed to leave a knife next to the mirror. Fuck. And it scared <laughs> the shit out of me when I was a kid. I was like, fuck, man. Like, you don't yeah. really know what you're fucking with. Like, I want well, something out. 
I mean, it's like a Ouija board. So mm-hmm. there's a, there's an alternate reality. Um, and they want to bring these other entities over. They believe these other entities are here to help us and they're of good. And as long as you show good intention, they will too. Yeah, but fucking right. At all. <laughs> it's not true at all. They, yeah. They'll come as an angel of light until they get what they want and then they don't need you anymore. And they'll take over this fucking dimension. I think that's what the plan is with all the robots. Yeah. So that they can that's... then go into the, the robots. It's definitely what I, I believe. Um, also, uh, what do you think about CERN? Okay, I was going to bring up CERN. I was actually just about to, but I stopped myself. Uh, speaking about going to the other side, and speaking about graphene, this all goes back to CERN. So CERN is the one that, and I did bring up Nimrod earlier, because it always comes back to Nimrod or Bell. Um, so Nimrod built a Tower of Babel. First of all, he's the one that ate people. That's where you get the stories of Santa Claus and Cronus and all that. He ate people for fertility. He was told that uh, by his cousin, who was a Canaanite, that I forgot her name off the top. I, I posted it a long time ago, but um, she told him, if you want to live long and have, have longevity of life, be healthy, then you have to eat the fair-skinned people. So he would hunt them down, him and his clan, hunt them down stake them burn them and then eat them while they're still like pretty much sear them while they're still alive he would eat them um and this was cannibalism back i mean this is three thousand five thousand years i I forgot the thing it's like three thousand years before christ came or whatever you know we can't really trust the dates so i really don't like using yeah history is fucked anyway so (sighs) yep oh man my girl's tripping um, <laughs> <laughs> she always gets off and wants me to immediately do everything for her. Oh yeah, and, I know how that is. Yeah, so CERN. So uh, there was a dude named Tim Burner. I can't remember his name exactly, but it was a dude named Tim. Um, he was from America, I believe. I believe it's from America. Might have been Romanian, uh, but he was from America. Um, I believe he used to work at DARPA. Then he. I hate not remembering this stuff and then saying it because if, if I look it up and I'm like, man, I told all these people wrong information. I got it all posted up. I think it's Tim Burner. Anyways, um, his colleague came in and was like, uh, Tim Burner all of a sudden said, he, he showed me the screen and said, lo and behold, a beautiful black cube. So they were they're worshiping Saturn over at uh, yeah. Saturn. Which was what they do in Judaism as well with the black cube and they're tied up their forehead and Mecca. Yep, yep, yep. Mysticism, all that stuff. So anyways, um, so just just like Nimrod, CERN is the Tower of Babel. And it says that all this stuff will return to the days of Noah. There's a hundred thousand something scientists of personalities working together in unison. They do Saturnalia dances before they start working. They said it's good for the spirit. And all this stuff was created. The World Wide Web, Black Cube, a cube, a crypto cube. It's all Saturnalia worship. So just in case people don't know, if you look at Saturn, if you type in Saturn cube or hexagon. So a hexagon is a cube if you draw it in 3D. You'll see on Saturn there is actually a hexagram on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a hexagon. <clears throat> 
So the hexagon is on the top of, I believe it's the North Pole. It's a, it's like a hurricane that never stops. It, it's that's just the way the jet wings are, or jet streams, jet wings. Uh, that's where the jet streams are, and um, so they're 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 they also have a what's called a cube. Uh, it's called the ice cube. It's in Antarctica, and it shoots out neutrinos, and it it captures them and stuff like that. But anyways, I I think they're trying to create a connection to Saturn. And they believe that it's a key. If they can create a key, they can open up the abyss. So that's why they have a cube and a cube up there. And then you get into Tesla. Nikola Tesla was uh, um, d- doing divination and scrying and stuff like that to the other side. That's where he got all this information from to, for all this, this stuff. It's from the demons, you know, to terraform the planet. They know that without this stuff, they can't come over. <clears throat> Just like the Ghostbusters. Do you think um, uh, Tesla was evil? Who Tesla? Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he meant bad, but like I said, I don't I don't know if Elon means bad. But, but yeah, it, it's, the, it's the source that they're getting this information from is bad. So, you know, I, I I can't I cannot judge their heart. Only God can do that. Um, I cannot say that they they have an evil heart and that they want to to destroy humanity. But I can say that wherever they're getting the information from does. They do. They, they're putting out like, oh, these things are going to be great. So CERN, <clears throat> also called Cerny Nose, which is another form of bell, but it's in the Celt- Celtic dialogue. So if um, if you look up Cerny Nose, it was a horned god, and he could talk to nature, just like Buddha. Um, <laughs> I'm not even... Um, so, so he was in tune with everything around him. He could talk to the trees. He could do all these things. Um, so he was more or less seen with animals though. Like he could talk to the animals and all that, but he has a very similar story. Of course, there was, uh, I don't know the name of her right off the top of my head, but he had a lover and all this stuff. It's almost the same story as, as Isis, Isis and, and Osiris and Horus and all, all this stuff is the same story. It's just in a different part of the world. So Cerny knows, um, they had this tunnel uh it's called the gothard tunnel opening um in 2011 2012 it was it was it was it's been about 10 years but it was like a six hour video on youtube and if you watch it it's literally them opening the gates of hell it cost billions of dollars for this and all it was was a train opening you know they spent billions of dollars on this so they don't mean good at all so some of these scientists it kind of it's kind of make you wonder like where all our fucking tax dollars are going <laughs> well get this so it's in geneva switzerland it's the same the same house of apollo and they do have a um they do have an apollo program it's a dome it's like the moon the semiramis or ishtar some people may know or ashtar um <clears throat> there's also a story behind it uh, didn't have enough time to go into it but they're pretty much we're going off of this folklore and how they opened up the abyss for him and then they certainly knows comes up and they're all uh we're all walking in chains behind him and they even have the goat the goat head and everything like it's it's straight up satanism and uh you sound like you're clicking clicking. i'm clicking yeah oh my bad bro that's probably me tapping on my phone Oh yeah, okay. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep in rhythm so I can remember all this stuff. My bad, yeah. <laughs> Tell uh, your girl to relax. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so 
So they, whenever they started working on these D-Wave computers, they said that they would, um, so D-Wave computers, a superconductor, uh, does, it, it, it operates in zeros and ones, qubits. Um, most computers are one or zero. This one does both. And it's a, it's a 60 qubits. So now they have an IBM that's going 127. They haven't tested it yet, but they're claiming, IBM is claiming 127 qubits, which every qubit after 60 is not just a one more qubit, but it's double the operating. Double. Yeah. Power. Yeah. So it's going from 60 to, to 60 more. So you see what I'm saying? Like it, it's multiplying each time. Just like, just like every uh, video game system back in from like Nintendo was 8 yeah. bit, and then it was 16 bit on the Genesis, and then it was 32 bit, and then it was 64, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot more operating system. It's not just an extra qubit. No, it's magnifying each time. So the, if every time it goes up just one qubit, it's double the power that it was before. So if it's, if it's 100 qubits and then it goes up one qubit, well, now it's 100 more qubits um, of power. Or not qubits, but one more qubit, but that much more operating power magnified. So anyways, what they believe, this is what the, some of the scientists that I've read uh, believe that work at CERN, they said if we can use these computers to put information in, it goes into this other dimension and if we can get a glimpse of what's in the other dimension and bring it back for the good of humanity, then we're going to keep doing this. And that's what they said. I, I forgot where I saw the quote, but I was like, holy Jesus shit. Like, Jesus Christ. So, uh, stranger things. If you look it up about supercomputers, they will tell you that when they put the information into the computer, they send it out. They don't know where it goes. It goes into another dimension. But when it comes back, the answers are always correct. So they are literally scrying. They're using divination. They're, 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 re they're, they're using scrying. So they're trying to reach into the glass and bring something back, just like American Horror Story where the Antichrist was being tested and he was at the scrying part and they said, hey, give me this, this. And he just reaches in the mirror, grabs it, and brings it back out. That's what they're trying to do. They say make it better. But the thing is, what's on the other side wants to be on this side. And for them to be on this side, they need certain technology on this side so that they can terraform the planet so that they can come, they can cross over. And they, and also, believe, they also need our invitation. Exactly. exactly. Just like the vampires. Yeah. Yep. Son we have of a to, bitch, man. We have to accept them. That's where, that's where the mark of the beast and all that comes in. It has to be accepted. So they're basically trying to terraform our planet to make it more comfortable for them that's what i think yeah that's what i think and and it, we're doing it through technology through technology yep so it's all frequencies just imagine man Ven venom whenever he uh had the frequencies and stuff like that it would it would the symbiosis would start reacting to it so imagine um imagine this graphene um there's videos online whenever it's music it hits a certain frequency it starts jumping and moving the same way dude right they're, they're telling us what they're doing they have to tell us and we have to accept it so now everyone's wanting to be venom and get this black gel all over on and stuff like, like a that. lot of people are accepting it yeah bro so um, oh let me ask so, you this <clears throat> oh you know how they um you ever seen the omen I haven't. I've, I've, I have not watched it. I know what you're talking about, though. Okay, so basically, what it is is like not the movie, but 
basically the whole concept of the Antichrist is like this one guy that's going to rise to power and take over everything, right? Yeah, it's Antichrist, pretty much. What are your thoughts about um, the Antichrist? Do you think it's going to be a full-on AI-driven persona? Or is it an actual man who rises to power and takes over the world? I mean, that's a hard question, just because I don't know. <laughs> this band yeah. that I really like, and I'm really into metal, right? Like metal music? Yeah. And they're legendary. They're called Sepultura. They're from Brazil. And uh, I think it was like two or three albums ago, they had an uh, album called Machine Messiah. And basically the concept of the album was like this AI uh, being that it created and takes over and shows like great fucking powers and shit. You know what I mean? But it's all technology driven. So I don't know if it's like going to be like an actual guy because it says the Antichrist is going to be able to show signs and wonders, right? Biblically speaking. There's there's two sides to what I think. First of all, uh, the signs and, and miracles and all that, I think um, will happen when everyone's inside the metaverse. Whenever they have this computer chip inside their brain, what's going to happen is when, they, from what I've read, 6G is going to be for augmented reality. And whenever they fire 6G up and everyone's got this computer chip in their brain, the 6G will augment reality to the point where you can't tell the difference if you're awake or asleep. Okay. So whenever you go you go into the metaverse, they'll activate that shit. And so you're in the metaverse, you're getting out, you go to sleep, you wake up, you don't realize you're still in the metaverse. Right. So you're walking around doing your normal stuff thinking you're you're not, you know, you're not in the metaverse. So then you go back into the metaverse and get out and go to sleep again. Then you're even deeper into sleep. So it's called the great inception. So you're going into this deep sleep. The whole meanwhile, your body's not moving. You're in paralysis at this time, just like in the movie, The Matrix. And if you look and see what the computer chips are for, they're for people with paralysis. So you can operate your brain without moving. So that's something you need. People need to think about is it, once you go into the dream, you're not going to realize that you're not in the dream anymore. I mean, that right. you're not in the metaverse anymore. You're going to be dreaming. You're going to be in a lucid dream. And like I told you, when I've had these dreams, they're so real. You can't tell the difference. I couldn't tell the difference. Oh, Dude, the only thing is I knew I was in a dream. I'm telling you, man, like my buddy, one of my good friends, he bought a, uh, what do you call it? Oculus quest, which is, a uh, uh, virtual reality helmet. Um, yeah. can buy it. It's on the market. Um, he it's bought it. I tried. It. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I tried it out, and you know, I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking wild!" Right? But he told me, okay, he told me that when he was using it for so long, and he got out, and he was like trying to chop like onions or carrots or whatever, like in reality. He couldn't tell like where his hand was, and he was almost he was like almost chopping his fucking hand yeah, because he's not yeah. still in the fucking virtual world. Yeah, so that's why I don't mess with it. So when you're going into these virtual worlds, you're messing with with uh, scrying. You're scrying, yet you don't you don't you don't realize people don't realize me, they're doing it, but they really are scrying. 
And can you define scrying? Because I've heard songs about it and everything. Like one of my so, favorite bands, they have a song called Scrying as well. So there's two there's two terms to, to this. So you got scrying and you got divination. Um, scrying is where you're standing in front of a mirror, which is you're talking to the other side and you're looking for um, you're, you're peeping. You're trying to get information from it. It's the same thing as divination. Divination is the same way. You're looking for um, you're you're trying to get information from the other side. Right. So, but what's I mean, the difference? So, divination is like tarot card readings. Uh, when you're scrying, you're actually you're talking. You're you're looking for um, answers from the other side. Okay. You, you, it's almost like your 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 mind is entering the other side for a minute, um, so that you can get information from that other side. Gotcha. That's why, yeah, that's why you see uh, Freddy Krueger scrying would be talking to the demon on the other side of the mirror. Um, also, scrying is um, whenever you're looking into a um, what is that? The crystal balls, crystals, and stuff like that. When you're doing that, that's all like scrying that's, and divination. Scrying, yeah. scrying is trying to bring something back from the other side, whereas divination is trying to bring knowledge from the other side. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. What, what were we saying before that? That's okay. Uh, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember now. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm, it's about that hour. We may have to do this again, man. Because I got yeah. more stuff I want to say. Um, especially cool, about, man. Um, it's just a lot of information to get into an hour. Um, it is. Yeah. It's all, okay. Let's, Especially let's, because I went into my dreams and everything to kind of give people an idea of where I come from and how yeah. I get my train of thought. No, that's cool, man. I think it's 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 important to know like where people come from, like, and that's another thing I want to tell the audience is like, you know, I don't have, I don't have, or you don't have an agenda. It's it's not about like selling something, you know. It's just telling people what your point of view is about, like, what you've experienced. And people can't take that away from you, no matter how fucking, how much they can say, oh, this guy's fucking nuts, you know? Well, like I said, a genius in a room full of idiots is, an, is, is the idiot himself to these idiots. But to him, he's the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> so it, I man. never get mad at other people for not understanding me because they have not lived uh, through my eyes. They have not seen what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. I, I can't. I got to a point where at first I was like, even you know, oh man, my own mom doesn't believe me when I talk about this stuff. Yeah, like, it, it, can get, it can get very fucking frustrating. I'm telling you. Like when you yeah. have family members and just like, you know, whatever you're nuts. It's like no, yeah. dude, you can't take away my experiences, okay? And you can't be arrogant enough well you can be that's your prerogative but you can't be arrogant enough to say that whatever people like you and i are talking about is bullshit because i mean i'm not getting anything from this i mean that's it i tell you what i am getting from is uh like for me it's a way to release it because i like i fight depression all the time because of this stuff you know it uh when you know everything that's well, you know everything that we know, it uh, it wanes on the spirit, man. It, it, it's sad because we can't wake other people up. Yeah, and, and I think uh, 
I, well, I, I've been saying this like almost every episode now, but I equate this to being like like going to actual real church where we can speak our truths to each other and not judge one another for it and just be open-minded to it and uh, fuck, you know, uh, cultivate relationships through it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm... I'm I, uh... I go on my drinking spells just because, uh, like, man, it's it's difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I when I get on the podcast, it's like a relief. So I get to like at least tell my side. I'm I mean I'm not gonna die with it. At least <laughs> other people will know. Yeah, it's and cathartic, maybe, man. You know, and I've had people hit me <laughs> up and they're like, man, you know, the stuff that you're putting out, man, I appreciate you. And that's all I need. Like I I'm like, thank you. You know. You're- you listening helps me know that I'm doing something right. Definitely. I feel like I feel like it's church and it's therapy at the same time. It's, it's, a, it's a cathartic uh, way of uh, living for me uh, doing the show. So, yeah. yeah, man, fuck. We can we can cut it short here now if you want. We can do other shit later if you want to come back on. You know. Yeah, I just got to go and uh, take care of some things. My, my girl wants me to go get a uh, tag and stuff done. I hear you, man. That's all good. But uh, hey, I really appreciate your time. And fuck, man. Oh, yeah, You're man. awesome. Well, this is uh, only one part, man. We got to do it again because I, I, I still have a lot more to say. Hell yeah. Just fucking uh, <laughs> we'll reschedule you again for another episode and then uh, we'll do it again. Absolutely, man. I'll talk to you soon, bro. Yeah, dude. Thanks take care of your shit, again. man. Take yeah, care of your shit. Yep, and thank you. Uh, thank your audience as well, man. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Have a good one. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to Red Pill Cartel Podcast. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed the show. We're, I'm definitely going to get him back on because he has a lot more to say on what we were talking about and uh there's just so much uh knowledge that he was dropping there so uh i really hope you guys enjoyed that and um you know here it comes again um if you wanna if you love goats then you'll love nigel from my uh my logo and uh he's he's kind of stuck in the matrix so if you guys want to support the patreon and uh, throw a few extra shekels uh, his way and help him break free from the Matrix. Help him get, help him and me get some new equipment for the show, uh, better production, whatnot. Because uh, I'm pretty, fairly poor, you know. So I can only help Nigel so much. So if you want to help Nigel, then fucking great, dude. You know. Uh, but I thank uh, Shayla. Um, Matt from The Great Deception and uh, Redwood Turtles um, for supporting me so far. Uh, I love you guys. So does Nigel. Nigel loves you guys for all eternity. I I, I don't know. I can't speak for myself. Uh, I, can, I mean, it might not be eternity for me, but uh, it is for Nigel. So, you know, we're making plans for Nigel still. So, yeah, guys, uh, just uh, and if you want to DM me, you know, if you want to get a hold of uh, Colorado Dank, feel free. Uh, we're always open to uh, messages, and I always reply. And, uh, yeah, guys, I just thank you so much for tuning in again, and uh, 
hopefully we'll get uh, Colorado on for another show. So thank you guys so much, and uh, God bless you all. Thank you.